0: Ancient but relevant. I understand that a discussion about faith is not welcomed by everybody. If it suits you, I would encourage you, of course, to continue with this part of the book. I think it is important to visit the idea of the potent pause, the origin story, if you like. If it doesn't suit you, feel welcome to move on to the next chapter and continue on for some very practical elements to the potent pause. So let's explore this from a matter of faith, particularly the Judeo-Christian faith, from an Old Testament concept. I'm not claiming to be a theologian or a scholar here at all, just a person who is curious, but I truly see tremendous treasure in these documented and sacred works and how it can be applied in 2021 and beyond. So as I mentioned in the previous chapter, Psalm 46 which is known as a Song of Zion by the prophetic singers of Korah's clan. The lyric says, quote, Be still and know that I am God. Unquote. Let's look at the translations and the language of that particular verse. Some of the language around, quote, Be still, Unquote. basically means to step out of the traffic, to relax. But other translations I've found very interesting also mean to let go, to surrender, to surrender our anxiety, to quit fighting, to desist, surrendering it all. It comes a time to just surrender, especially for the driven types, but everyone can benefit from this for sure. We're striving and grinding away and things can eat at us like a cancer. Some of these can be frustration, overwhelm, unforgiveness, resentment, and bitterness. It's important for us to just let go, wouldn't you agree? The other part of that passage was talking about knowing that I am God. Or as some translations put it, learn that I am God. I'm someone exploring and grappling with this, and coming from a point of being very driven, having to loosen my grip on a lot of things. This second part is key to not only letting go, but also, what are we taking hold of? When I think of that, I think about two things, something close and something far off, that speak to me very strongly. Firstly, if we hold out our hand right now, and we ponder that hand, consider the 27 bones that make up that hand. The human hand has strength to swing a demolition sledgehammer while still holding it upon impact. The same hand can also work the fine detailed arts of Japanese calligraphy. The muscles controlling my fingers are not in my fingers, but are in my forearms. Consider the complexity of that hand, the function of the hand, and the uniqueness of the fingerprints on that hand. By sustained thinking as I'm still and looking at that, I can marvel at the creation and wonder about a creator. Secondly, when I'm being still, I look up at the sky as I write this, looking out the window and looking at the clouds in the sky. I've had amazing times sitting out under the pergola or on a beach at nighttime and looking at the clear sky and seeing stars. Sometimes the International Space Station and sometimes planets, just having my jaw dropped. When I'm really thinking into those moments, realizing that I am so unique and valuable, yet I'm also part of something much bigger. So for me, those two points of reference bring it home. There's much value in the potent pause, and there is a purpose to the potent pause. It's firstly to quit my fighting, my striving, and my resistance. But secondly, it's to wonder who my creator is, and to to experience that revelation in my life. The Old Testament text has pictures of sacred portions, shall we say. This example of keeping something distinctly marked out. For example, tithing. A portion of income, whether that be money or produce, was set aside. A portion of land. A portion of time. There was a Sabbath in the week intentionally setting aside as a sacred space separate to the rest of the week. Still to this day, people take sabbaticals from careers after long service. This same picture comes forth with the potent pause in the busyness of life. There's another speed to be still and know that he is God. I see this concept to be not only for days gone by, For this new millennium, even for people so far away from Old Testament Hebrew lands such as Australia, there are great keys for abundant life in this text, worthy of curiosity, exploration, and application. How could this practice of the potent pause look? How could you start it if you haven't already? What are some practical considerations for a conducive setup? What could we tweak if we are doing it already? This book will continue that conversation.